Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Welcome to another Mortgage Man Podcast, episode number 50. I rudely interrupted Chris there. Um, so this is a big one. I'm joined by Anthony and Chris today. Hey guys, we got the A team today. Both of <laughs> the big boys here. <laughs> did you just refer to yourself as big boy? Oh. No, he did. Well, he did. <laughs> G'day guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> um, so for the 50th episode, because obviously it's a big deal, we are going to give away free mortgage approvals to everybody that applies. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but genuinely, we're going to cover the top four episodes that we've done in the past and kind of just make sure that they're still relevant for today's market. Because when we started this podcast, it was 2020 and COVID had just hit. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It was like just after COVID it hit because I'd moved back from London. And now we're in a very different stage of the economy with inflation, interest rates double that and the cost of living much higher. Mm. It's quite interesting the the topics we did at the very start are still the same popular ones but our advice is probably pretty out of date now because everything has changed as you said so interesting yeah and i think one of them so the second most popular episode that i want to start with is the home start grant when we talked about that in 2020 um it was under the old rules hmm. do you remember what those old rules were i think in <laughs> i think in auckland it was 650 maximum purchase price for a new build and then probably 600 maximum for an existing in Auckland for example but yeah yeah now it's like 875 for both yeah so the price caps have definitely gone up to reflect the house prices which obviously are much higher than they mm. were back then and the income caps as well I yeah. believe there's actually there was back there in the first home grant there was only one of them and now there's four different options you can choose from so they've added three more new ones in there, which is, you know, a massive change. So you can even buy a house with the government this year. Ah, which, so you're talking about other ways that Kaimura can help. Yeah. So yeah. They, the first home grant they had back then was, that was the only option you got by, you know, they're still going to give you the same amount, but now you've got heaps of other options as well. So the game's changed completely. And to be fair, we have actually done a more updated episode on those Home Start Grant episode uh, updates and the way Kangora can help you. So if you're thinking, well, why don't you tell us exactly how it's changed? Just go to episode number 41, I think, and it will tell you exactly how it's changed. Yeah. So, but that was a, that was a good one back then. It was yeah. good. It was great. It was episode number two. Episode number number one, which is the most popular, is the first home buyer requirements. So in terms of deposit and income, Hmm. has that changed? I think fundamentally the rule, like the things, things always sort of fundamentally have stayed the same, but how it's, the variables around it have moved. So for example, um, you still have to have pretty much a minimum of 10% deposit to buy. that just the house price is going up that might just be a bit higher um but in the current market maybe it'll be a little bit lower than it was six months ago um but yeah fundamentally 10 percent deposits are required and then you need to be able to service 
the mortgage that you propose to take on board, which that's has changed the, quite yeah, drastically. The servicing rate <laughs> has obviously increased massively. So I think back then, I think we were talking about it was like 5.85% was the test rate, which is almost mm. now the one year rate. And now the servicing rate has gone up to like almost 8% in most yeah. places. It's over 8% now, yeah. And just quick reference, um, service rate is whatever the mortgage they actually give you. So say you get a 5% mortgage, they're going to test it at whatever the test rate is. And that's always normally sort of two, two and a half percent higher than the current rate they're giving out. Just if case rates do go up, can you still afford it? Yes, which has been the case. <laughs> can I just say, it's a little bit overwhelming with both of you here. <laughs> <laughs> we are that awesome. It's a lot to handle. This is why we only, one of us are here usually, because Aaron gets intimidated. Intimidated or just can't deal with all the awesomeness? <laughs> Um, so much knowledge. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking that as a compliment for sure. Um, one big thing that has changed with probably the first time buy requirements that wasn't really around back in 2020 was the incentives to buy new builds. Mm. So that's a massive difference. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that. Basically, they only want you to buy <laughs> new builds. They make it so hard to buy an existing build. But if it's a new build, it's just flying through in comparison. Yeah. So... So buy a new build if you want your life to be a little bit easier. Yeah. And they're doing, obviously as well, they do um, they do massive discounts on the interest rates on new builds. Um, so like there's, there's bank products that have come out that are basically incentivizing you uh, in regards to what your repayments will be to buy a new build. Is another big bank revisiting this? Because this is what is talked about. Rumors. The rumor mill is circulating. Are we allowed to say the cover of the bank? <laughs> I'd rather just say the bank. Yeah, ASB has come back and said they'll potentially be reintroducing it. Now, there's, but nothing has certain has come out yet. There's all just rumors, and we'll see. Watch the space. Okay, so then the third most popular episode, which was actually done February of this year, was how to make your bank statements look. Pretty. And Michelle, who's sitting over there at the desk, is the one that kind of made us um, explain it a bit better. <laughs> made us explain it. Speak she English explained is what she it. Did. She explained it a bit better. Um, but I think the reason why that was so popular was because that was at a time when the CCCFA just. Did I put enough C's in there? Yeah, yeah you yeah. nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a difficult C's, one. <laughs> Um, was at a point where they were just being revised and adding all these extra rules and everybody was panicking a little bit with their, their spending. I would say though, just because that the, what we talked about, the test rate going up, making your bank statements look pretty, um, is now even more important than it has ever been. Um, because the margins are smaller, so you need to be, you know, living within your means. Yeah. I think you can relabel. Uh, making your bank statements pretty is actually just being not dumb with your money. <laughs> you can actually be like just smarter with not spending things uh, unnecessarily, not buying heaps of lotto tickets and, and all these unnecessary items be when you're close. To, sensitive. Yeah, when you're close to getting a mortgage, it's it's important no matter what's going on, rules or not. Yeah, that that said though, I think like there is some things that people aren't aware where they just have an overdraft. And they go, oh, I've got an overdraft. Oh, don't mind going in and out. That's kind of how I run my accounts. And they don't actually even realize that it's not yeah. necessarily 
looked upon as a good thing. So what what would be the top three red flags then? Just to recap, because obviously we've done an episode of this and they can <laughs> listen to it. But yeah, um, gambling using a credit card. Yep, that's always a big no-no. Yeah, it's not your money. You're gambling at that point, whether you think it is or not. So that would be number one. What would another be a I, big red flag? I reckon a big red flag is if we see a bank statement from you and it's got red little ODs going down the whole page next to your statement balances <laughs> an unarranged overdraft it just like if it's got those red little o and then d the whole way down the bank statement that's not a good look well that's living again outside of your means right use the money spend the money you've got not the, the overdraft just and then, read on your bank statement in general is not good <laughs> any negative is not great <laughs> yeah um and then what, any other red flags from there. Uh, just little, basically having defaults and not paying off your um mm. your like a buys and your afterpays and all your other little debts. late interest payments i guess is the other one yeah just yeah. ignoring the fact you've got a bill and a payment due because if they're about to give you a million dollars worth of payments to pay and you're not you can't handle a one thousand or two thousand dollar bill yeah. um if you're not paying your credit card on time they kind of get a bit nervous that you might not pay your mortgage on time makes sense yeah. <laughs> mortgage is a lot bigger than a credit card yeah um okay and then that brings us to a fourth most popular episode which i think was actually like episode number 30 or some weird middle of the range number which was done in 2021 february 2021 which is, is now a good time to buy so what was actually happening in 2021 in february do you remember it Oof, was on the spot <laughs> Yeah, I yeah we don't we, just, we don't record we don't practice these podcasts they're just like on the spot i think i can remember sitting in the in the room drawing on the whiteboard it was new year's resolutions everyone was kind of like getting ready for um summer we were just starting to hit our first little price rise um and what was happening it, with COVID? was this when they were giving away lots of free money i think it, it was. was it was when i think the restrictions came off but we, we were back in the office so yeah and i think people yeah people were buying quite a lot there was like that fomo kind of theme going on and people were kind of like it's now a good time to buy because they don't want to overpay because everyone else is buying but at the same time don't want to miss out yeah pop quiz what did you say was it a good time to buy in february 21 mate if you ask me that question i'm always going to say yes i'm going to say the same <laughs> what did it turn out to be a good time to buy really not if you bought an investment property in fact didn't i buy a house in january 2021 <laughs> you did yeah. if you bought a owner occupied property a first home in february 2021 you would be still way way up it wasn't until august of <clears throat> or yeah, um, so November of that like year July, yeah. Yeah, that things peaked. So you would have gone all the way up to November and then you would have crashed back down from there to the same value of what it is in, in August or something. So you still had a good six to seven months of really solid property value gain. To fact, be, yeah. I bought my house in February 21. I'm up yeah. well and truly from there as well. Me too. So, yeah. yeah, me too. So, I'm going to re-ask this question. Yeah. Can, I, can, I, can I jump in there first? Yes, before I re-ask this question about today's date. Okay, yeah, go in there, mate. Yeah. I, I think the, the question is now a good time to buy is kind of a loaded question. We, I don't know, 
marketing man Aaron over here probably did that on person. No, this is the question that I get all the time on the phone though. Aren't you? Yeah. You probably get it and Chris probably gets it. It's like, oh, I want to buy a house, but I'm not sure if now is the right time to buy it. Like, yeah. That's literally I think I think even just from what Chris and Aaron just said, I think the question is more is is now the optimal time to buy? And that's a discussion around trying to get a discount or best price. Yeah. But if you're buying your first home and you know you're gonna hold on to that for an indefined period of time. My answer still to, to that question is, yeah, now's a great time to buy because being in property long-term is what you want. <laughs> so you don't even let me ask my question. Go, go. You can go now. Based on today's <laughs> economic environment, is now a good time to buy? Now's more optimal. Answer. Yeah, now is more optimal. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be buying a house yeah. as well. But yeah. I think it's also to, to actually go a little bit deeper on this, it's depending what you're buying. Yes. Like if you're buying a first home and you are going to hold it for 10 years, that's a safer, a much safer option than if you're going to buy a house that you want to renovate and flip in six months. Oh, yeah. No way I'm doing that. No way I'm buying a big development property. No way I'm buying any type of, well, I mean, if it's an investment, the numbers still make need to make work, but I think you're going to have to work really hard to either renovate to get it the rent where it needs to be or just don't buy. Like it's a lot of work. Um, well, you can get first existing properties at a discount at the moment. Yeah. First home buyers, hell yes. Go for gold. you got time on your side. You don't have to bid at auction. There's a whole bunch of really uh, good things in your favor right now, for sure. What about those? And Anthony, I'm going to come to you for this. Oh, this yes. question. Yes. What about those that are worried <laughs> that interest rates are going to go up again? Because we jumped from like 2.5 to 5 very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mortgage repayments double for some of those people. Um, what about those that are kind of sitting on the sidelines and being like, shit, are they going to jump again by that much or that quickly or mm. at all? If I think if you're, you know, if you're stressing on the interest rates, um, before you get too stressed out and just completely leave, <laughs> leave the game, ever owning property, move to Australia, move to Australia um, run, run the numbers. So, work past the current like whatever that roadblock is around how much are the repayments and let's say that lasts for a year let's say that lasts for two years let's say that's higher for three years figure out what that repayment additional repayment is and then put something in place they're not going to be this high forever we kind of every most economists are kind of agreeing upon that fact but set yourself what is your maximum threshold and actually just maybe budget for that and try to so, save that extra amount then you're sweet you're saying that assume that they are going to go up and figure out at what level you can afford for them to go up to is that what you're saying? yeah and maybe if you've got a buffer of like realistically you're probably going to get like if you're working towards a more pay in your job you know, things are going to get ideally better long term for you what how long would they be at a higher rate for before it would become uncomfortable and set that mark for yourself if it's two years then maybe you just need to save some more money apart from your deposit to help pay for for repayments for a period of time. Okay, so do you think they're going to go up at the same rate they went up in the last six months? I think I think we've got another one or two like bumps, yeah, of maybe half percent, maybe one like another half percent. I reckon. What does your crystal ball say, Chris? My crystal ball says we hundred percent have at least one or two left, but yeah. that should not scare you because you map out whether you're gonna afford it or not like Ant said over six percent over six percent you reckon 
or some, some of my longer year rates are still already over six percent so it is scary it is a big number it does make your mortgage repayments really expensive but guess what rents are going to start going up too yeah. food's going up too everything's going up and if the price keeps coming down it's all going to balance out in some way shape or form eventually anyway so mm -hmm. just do your numbers figure out if it works for you and and then like another good thing to think about on that fact in terms of around the rate the prices of the rates if you do a direct comparison between how much does it cost you to rent and i'm doing like a little brackets thing here rabbit ears <laughs> rabbit ears quotation mark rent um to compare that with how much it actually costs to have a mortgage you need to just be working on the interest only cost because with them like as a first home buyer you're buying something that you're paying off over 30 years so any comparisons of costings i hear that all the time they're like well my rent's this and the mortgage payments are this and i'm like yeah because you're effectively buying something yeah i did actually see someone else say that like oh my god interest rates are six percent on a mortgage and then they commented back saying like yeah but they're a hundred percent interest on rent because you're essentially you're just paying something that you're not actually paying off you know you're just paying, never, you'll yeah, never, you're never get any getting benefit an asset from it. from it so i mean yeah effectively if the interest is relatively close to what your rental payments are and then it's pretty much you know same same <laughs> let's be honest they're going to kick you out soon anyways <laughs> and put the rent up and not let you have a dog oh. <laughs> it's mainly about the dog yeah. Yeah. Or foo -foo. Yeah. all right well i think we should call it there you guys got any final thoughts happy 50th boys yeah <laughs> feel so old 50 50 episodes down make sure you let us know what what else what other contents are content that we can talk about what's fresh what's popping up that you're thinking about and what's popping what's popping <laughs> um for those of you that want to get in touch we'll put a link in the show notes and the email to book a strategy call with Ann, chris or i or you can email hello at tanda.co.nz to ask us any questions that you have yeah please reach out Tell us what you want to hear. Cheers, guys. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Adios.